When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Afternoon and uh, welcome. It is your Tuesday. We're going to be very productive today, Lori and Julia show here on My Talk 1071 Everything Entertainment. Tomorrow we're going to be at about 38 degrees. What do you think about that? That's going to feel nice, at least for a day, right? Yeah, whatever. You know, we're just happy the sun is out. That's we're true. just That's taking we're, li- we're just taking the sunshine. Uh, we're like, all right, there you go. That's right. We're we're um to quote. Paris Hilton, we have a new word. Oh, really? It's hot. She coined it in December, and she even has an urban dictionary. So did she trademark it and stuff? Yeah, well, who knows? She probably, probably did. did. Okay. But uh, it was invented by Paris, and it's called, um, <laughs> I'm slivin' it. Slivin'? Slivin' it. Okay. I mean, that- it's slain mixed with living, living your best life. Slivin' it. it. Oh, we can do that. Yeah, do you get it? Do you like yeah. it? Yeah. I'm sliving, sliving it, sliving my best life, sliving single. It sounds like I'm she's a I'm sliving single in a double bed. Sounds like she has a lisp. I know it. it. I don't know that I like that word. <laughs> I, I know it. I know it. I know she, it. I'm just reporting. All right, thank you for And the she brought her new boyfriend. And her, Who is her new boyfriend now? Oh, jeez. Well, since she is sliving it up, she brought him to the Golden Globes after party, and he is, it's like, um, 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 she's dating now like a property brother kind of a situation. Oh. Her new boyfriend is this dude named Carter Room, and he, um, People Magazine, conf- a source from Paris's camp, said they are dating and happy. Oh, and well, uh, lovely. Carter and his brother, uh, Courtney, have they're the CEO of Amstel Industries. It's They've got booze and stuff, and their dad is very rich. That's a good person for her to date. Yeah. She needs someone with money. Yes. I mean, even though they're she They're not Instagram own- official, but anyway, so go, try and go Shredder? ahead and use Sliving. I can't. Yeah, you can't. You're not going to nope. do that one? Could you uh, Sliv it up for this news? Melissa McCarthy has joined Nicole Kidman in Nine Perfect Strangers, the last book that uh, 
Leanne Moriarty. We love that book. Love that book. It takes it's place in at Australia a at a wellness center. Yes, it's going to be on Hulu. Book. Hulu, excuse me. Okay. David E. Kelly is adapting it from Leanne Moriarty's just, book, and he yeah. was the one who adapted her Big, Big Little Eyes. Oh, I, Lori, I I'm love glad, that. Glad to see her do another dramatic role. Melissa well, and think. she's probably figuring out where well, the money is because she's I'm executive just be, producing with Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you something. Mm-hmm. We learned yesterday, Reese Witherspoon, Jennifer Aniston, and now Carrie Washington are making a million dollars an episode, even if there's only 10. Yep. That's better deal than doing a movie at this point sometimes yeah. for these people. So, yeah, yeah. And this is her first, Melissa McCarthy's first TV role since Mike and Molly. Oh, which if you so call it TV, because it'll probably be limited, like eight or well, 10. It'll be yeah. whatever, but mm-hmm. it's still a TV series. Yeah. And uh, so that's on a streaming network, <laughs> on a streaming network. But still, you know, Hulu, so, Hulu has had, you know, they had a very good award show with the act winning for Patricia Arquette. They won two. Amazon won two and Netflix won two. two yeah. They all won just two. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so. yeah. Because they won Rammy. Right. And then um, this was just very uh, funny story on Jezebel. The headline that drew me in last night was Goop crawls into a vagina to promote her new Netflix show. I saw, yeah, I okay, saw so <laughs> anyway, it, it was very funny. But one of the um, and a lot of people were hoping it was going to be canceled. But apparently this has all been filmed. And that explains her choice of address that sure. she wore the Golden sure. Globes. But um I did watch the trailer for us, and it promises to take us, the deeply inquisitive viewer, in uh, boundary-pushing wellness topics, including, you know, psychedelics, cold therapy, female pleasure, and psychics. And so Jezebel... Female pleasure is a... a what kind of a topic? It, it's a new... What kind of a topic? It is a uh, boundary-pushing wellness topic. Well, for God's sakes. Yeah, so here's Don't what, we know about this? So here's what Jezebel came okay. up with, some of the suggested hypothetical products that Goop could, may in fact, okay. invent. All right, tell okay. me. Um, a vagina vape. <laughs> <laughs> vagina vacations. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Because she told us to steam our vaginas and put jade eggs up our vaginas. I think a vagina vape is hysterical. (laughs) I know it. I shouldn't have led with that one. No, that's a good one. Vagina vitamins, specially made. People already do this. Okay, but... Garlic has been back to the beginning of times. But not pushing it up your... Yes, garlic for yeast infections. I don't think any doctor advises it. Vagina vacations. Well, isn't that what a vacation is? (laughs) Twice, two times a day sex in a hotel room? Yeah, but a vagina vacation is you're giving it a rest. So places oh, you can go to rest your, your vagina or won't get too worn out. And it can just be self-partnered. <laughs> um, don't forget the non-permanent vagina tattoos that oh, Goop is going to be please coming out. Please enter here, like and, arrows right? or something. And then if you're a little baldy, the good old cashmere <laughs> vagina scar. <laughs> the good old merkin. That's the song Morgan's coming back. And then to cleanse your energy, a crystal vagina wand. Oh, you know, because you freeze, I freeze my jade wand, you know, roller for my face. face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would not feel good. That no. Would, I don't... How about a Beyond Burger for your vagina? And last but not least... <laughs> just wait. The other meat. Oh, oh Really? Really? <laughs> Thank you, Jezebel. And last, oh my gosh. but not least, <laughs> LED fairy lights. 
for your badge <laughs> so you can light up the way. <laughs> they use less energy. I'm just look, thinking of the ad for the vagina vape, and I could just see Gwyneth promoting that- it. Is she'd be sitting back, her legs up on the oh. table. Anyone got a vagina vape? Oh okay, my god, that is funny. Lori. I know Joan Summers at Jezebel came up oh. with that list. That is funny. Please, as well, hell. I you know we're gonna hate watch this. I you know what I don't think I will waste my time based on peak. the. On, when does it start? It, like uh, January twenty fourth, based on the 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 clip that they showed on, and then the it, clip that I watched. It didn't look good enough. I can't, you really, I can't you with really her. are discerning about what you choose to watch. No, not necessarily, <laughs> but I can't with her and her wellness earnestness, uh, which costs a lot of money. But she's making a lot of money oh, off yeah. a lot of people. Oh, yeah. Goop is like valued at $250 million. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. So, anyway. That's her way to produce. Mm-hmm. It is. All right, listen, when we come back, it's our story we can't get enough of. Tuesday, so The Bachelor came back with just a slightly less shortened version of The Irishman's Running Time. It was a whopping three hours on ABC last night, but it always is, so it doesn't matter. But um, Pilot Peter... um, Wait a second. Pilot Peter. Expect Turbulence is the name of the season. I I mean, I'm telling you, the (laughs) puns are endless. The puns are endless. One of my favorite things that happened last night was that the girls had to go to like a Top Gun type of a situation. And these two chicks, um, I shouldn't call them chicks. I mean, one is a... The first female Top Gun pilot, and wow. the other one is like a Marine. Okay. And they had the girls do... Um, the women? Pilot, yeah, the women do pilot math. And... Pilot. Um, uh, what is pilot yeah, yeah, what math? Is not a well, car yeah. yeah, like how, how, uh, how high up in the air is one mile? Oh, oh, stuff like okay. that. I oh mean, my gosh, it was, would have been horrible. Oh, it was absolutely hysterical. It was the first female Blue Angels pilot, and then a, oh. another woman who's a C one thirty pilot for the Marines. And they were, I mean, they need to be on the show every week because they were so. Unintended. Did he pick them both? Uh, no, they, this this was a group date. Oh, These okay. are the they were instructors. Oh, got it. Yeah, and they were just they couldn't believe how. They, oh, you, you're not even trying at this point, you know, because there are nine girls on a group date, blah, blah, blah. And, of course, you know, we had, like you always do with The Bachelor, cringeworthy limousine step-outs. The girl who contorted uh, got delivered in a suitcase. And then, <laughs> no way. And then, like a steam trunk or a suitcase? A suitcase. I was oh, very impressed. And so was Chris Harrison. What a contortionist, oh. he says. <laughs> Was it a hardback zip one? It was a soft one, but I was. She seemed tall for that size of a suitcase. It's like a size of a suitcase, like your big, yes, small, a little bit smaller than your big one. Wow! Yeah, and then another girl made like a paper airplane to come in. Another girl pedaled in on a on a little kid's pilot trike. Another lady brought in a 
sympathy cow or or whatever you call it, a mental health cow or whatever the therapy cow. A Where therapy you hug the udders? Where yeah. the udders? No, she brought walked in with the cow. No, he, he did not give her a rose. I mean, she was that just was too, too much weird. maintenance. Too too weird. Another woman brought a. Uh, a metal detector to inspect. Another lady tied Peter's eyes closed with a bandana and then just leaned in and just started kissing him. Oh, did he like that one? I kind of... I, I mean, think he kind of did like it, but that's... then he didn't really remember her later because, of course, her his eyes were shut w- with a blindfold. Wow. So that strategy, she... Because he kissed so many women right. that first night. I Holy mean, he, they, Well, you got to find out if there's chemistry. I mean, that's a and, sure way. And it's like an eight-hour filming. By the time the first rose ceremony happened, it was daylight, Julia. But here we've got a little bit from ABC because... Who shows up to get the 30 women screaming and losing their mind solo out of the last limo? Hannah Brown, Hannah B., the one who ditched pilot Peter for Jed. After but had the four windmill sex. Standing time, up sex. And that was part of the show last night, too. But here's just her first appearance. Okay. This morning, it's the question that has Bachelor fans reeling. Former Bachelorette Hannah B. returning to the mansion in the season premiere of The Bachelor, sending the 30 women competing for Pilot Pete's heart into a panic. Crisis! Hannah is here! The former Bachelorette offering a sentimental gift to the new Bachelor. When I said where you are, you wanted to find your co-pilot. You gave me something. Oh. And I want you to find that person. Hannah B. gifting back the wings that Pete gave to her during his entrance at the mansion. You're going to be great. Pete assuring his new suitors Hannah's appearance was a one-time thing. You all look incredibly stunning. Um, I am one lucky guy and I'm so happy to be here. But then Hannah returning to host the second group date. Hey, girl. Hosting. Leading to this tense meeting with Pilot Pete. I'm really happy for you, but it's um, just a lot. Clearly, there. Jim Mascara is running down. The cutouts of this, and so, she got up. It was like, like at a comedy show in down, and not in doubt, like right on Hollywood Boulevard. We've walked. Were they saying at the Four Seasons or something? Well, but this is where a group date oh, is, and Hannah it. walks out of the wings to tell everybody, you know, that she is monitoring uh, the date that Peter put me in charge. I know this is a terrible idea, and then she goes on. Um, to describe in, in, in quite a bit of uh, good detail about um, the windmill sex. She did not. Oh, yes, she did, Julia. What did she say? Just, you know, made little funny jokes about it. I mean, Twitter was on fire last night, but four times and how good it was. And again, you think... Why did she dump him? Exactly, You Julie. watched it. Why did she dump him? Uh, she, I guess, even though... She couldn't ever and never stop talking about the windmill sex. She uh, went with the guy who then she found out he was lying to her all along. Remember, he had a girlfriend or I something. I stand. And yeah. it ended, she ended yep. the season with nobody. So the girls all, the, the, the assignment was, because we left on it to be continued, 
was they had to... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAP Podcast. Podcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Make a sex story funny, and then they're going to have to get up in front of everybody Stop. and tell it. Stop. Yeah, that's the Stop. date. But she's crying, and he goes, what, do you still have feelings for me? She's <laughs> like, I do, I do, I still have feelings, I know it isn't right. And, and, uh, so when do you think this was? Because she just finished Dancing with the Stars. So this was filmed. This would have been filmed like September and October. When she was competing on Dancing with the Stars. Yeah, so she probably had, I mean... Here's the thing. I like it when it breaks format and defies expectation. Yeah. And, and so I was okay with it. Oh, I'm but glad. But there isn't one believable thing about it because there's so many red flags with this situation. Well, what is a red flag? What if she made a mistake? Well, maybe she did, but you're going to feel more connection with the person that you had all these other adventures with. Then a bunch of 30 random, you got uh, uh, 30 women, five Texans, three flight attendants, two Victorias, and one woman over 30. You're going to have the connection I know, but with what's the woman the... that you have been to Greece with, and you had the windmill sex with, and you... But he kind of said and... he's over her, didn't he? No, he said, maybe I do have feelings for you, because, of course, how can he have one feeling right. for any of these other women? All I mean, at least he kissed like seven or eight of them. Do you really think that she agreed to go back? She's... Because she's... She, that's the cliffhanger. Yeah, no, she is going to be back in some capacity, Julia. And she... I don't want to be someone's third option. Okay, one of our anchors downstairs, because yeah. I watched this on Channel 5 News today, mm-hmm. um, the um, the one that looks like Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. The weather guy. Yeah. Sam, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. Uh, his... Uh, wife was at a lifetime in Texas yeah. working out next to Peter the pilot over the vacation yeah. holidays. Yeah. So uh, Matt Belanger. Does he look as much as a gorgeous well, They didn't ask those questions. Leah and Matt didn't ask these okay. questions. All right. But um, they wanted to know, did he say who he picked? You know, kind of thing, because they were covering it. And I was like, um, I... It was still so odd, though. The oddest part of the whole thing, and it really brought the best tweets, uh, was Hannah bragging about her pretty, you know, pretty incredible sexual adventures with Peter in front of a wo- a group of women who very much like to have sex with him. And um, there were some cute gals. I didn't. Oh yeah. I just saw the very end rose ceremony, and oh, then yeah. I saw the crying stuff on Good Morning America this morning. Hannah. Yeah. I like her. She's here because she's going through some stuff. Anyway, but we already, uh, you know, Bachelor people at ABC have already let it leak. 
Uh, some at least one gal, Victoria, is on a hometown date. There's video from October. Lori, wait a spoiler for everybody. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's all out spoiling. there. Well, she didn't say which one. And no one knows names after the first night. That's okay. the very first thing. There are two Victorias. I didn't say which of the two. Oh, for crying out loud! Nobody knows names. Yet. Are you in? Oh, I always am. And this one because it's gone off course that right away. Yeah. To the Bermuda Triangle of Love? That's right. <laughs> I'm here for it. And I'm I'm here for the pilot puns, too. I, this is not going to get old for a while. Expect turbulence, people. And it's going to be a bumpy ride. I hope the Blue Angels and the Marine, those two women, are back on the show doing some other pilot test. They were fun. It was hysterical. Oh, good. All right. Anyway, all right, let's check in with Holly on yes. what's happening on the road. Uh, not a lot is going on this afternoon. A couple things to talk about. We're starting in Egan, 35E North banner crash from Diffley Road to Pilot Knob Road in St. Paul 94 East banner crash from Highway 61 to Mountains Boulevard and near New Hope 169 North banner crash from Medicine Lake Road to 36th Avenue. Your 5 Eyewitness News weather forecast, sun 27 today, mostly clear, negative 1 tonight, mostly cloudy, 15 tomorrow. Right now it's 27 and sunny at the My Talk Studios. Did you miss Julia's random thoughts? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk Keyword Podcast. Thanks for hanging out with us. If you are an adventurous person or you're an adventurous person by proxy, you're going to want to tune in when we have our author on in our next segment, Alex oh. Messenger. The book is called The 29th Day Surviving a Grizzly Attack in the Canadian Tundra. And it is such a heart-pounding book. Alex, he, this attack happened to him when he was 17. He's now Years like 29. But he's written for a lot of backpack, outdoor magazine. Outdoor magazine. But I felt like I went on this wilderness canoe trip way in the depths of Canada where you go in by float plane. I would never yes. in a million years do this trip. Ever in I'm a million. I'm not qualified. Really? I, I, no, it's it was, an adventure. He was, he was 17. serious people. I know. With well, he was from a, a YMCA camp. Yeah, and um, they had a... Le- I mean, it was like... It, every- this scary. It, it's an amazing... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I, and so, I, so I felt like I went on the trip and I survived I read the it. attack. Oh, God. Yeah. Lord, you went on it and no, it. I, I just read the book. Yeah. But, but you, you survived it. I <laughs> felt like it because when he writes about what he yeah. does, I mean, your heart. Yes, I read it, it on the plane on the way to Seattle yes. on Christmas Day and my heart was pounding. Yep. I felt like I was there because I had uninterrupted time time to I, just read. he read it to me on um audible oh i think i think yeah, yeah. well anyway we're going to talk to him yeah, next we but, are. uh you took my advice about something a tv show i discovered okay. this weekend because if you okay first of all when um looking through the eyes of love um when bobby benson the ice skating mo- ice castles yes okay so my friend ann mm-hmm. her sister was a body double 
for Lynn Holly Johnson. Oh. And because they were skaters. And okay. we went to the premiere at the old Skyway movie theater. Oh my gosh. And so, and every, you know, and, and there was the U of M at the skaters. Was it so all many people from here? Minnesota. It was all filmed here. Yeah, a lot okay. of people from Minnesota were all in on ice castles. And yeah. I think that's what the late, what late is that? 70s, 70s early 80s? 70s, early 80s. Early 80s. Maybe oh. late 70s. Well, yeah, um, it could be. Yeah, but it was it everything. It and then that the cutting edge um, skating shows. I just love anything on ice. Yes. I think they're very good love stories. The skating edge. And, you know, she goes, Topic, if anyone re- remembers that. And the TJ guy that started it was from Duluth. And it was about Duluth and skating. Yes, and blah, yes. blah. So when you told me about spinning out yesterday. On Netflix. On Netflix, the show about... A mom and her two daughters who are trying to be, you know, in the world well, the skating mom program. played by January Jones. She was a competitive. She was in Mad Men, people. Yes, she, she played the Betty wife. Draper in Mad Men. Yes. In real life, she was a skater? No. no. Oh, the the We're talking I'm about sorry. the character in the show. So she uh, got pregnant when she was like 18 and, and gave up her ice skating dreams. Career. Yeah, her ice skating dreams. So you got that going on. So she's got two daughters and her oldest daughter, originally Emma Roberts, was going to play this part. Okay. Something happened. Maybe a movie came along, scheduled. So this other actress is in it. And, and then her little sister, who's also, her mom wants to be a, a star skater. She played uh, Katniss's little sister in The Hunger Games. And then the hot guy that's going to be her partner the the main girl mm-hmm. his name is evan roderick he plays justin davis and he rules everything in sun valley his dad is so rich okay and it's and everybody's like 18 at least the main right. people and you feel like you're at a ski resort with the ice skating rink in the middle of it and everything it's filmed in sun valley oh or at least the yep, okay, in park city we know evan justin davis we'll just call him justin he was on arrow he played a police officer. Okay. It okay. is. And then also, then the hot skater coach, who may or may not have the wrong intentions towards the 14-year-old younger daughter, sister with skating aspirations. That's Will Kemp. And Julia, we loved him on Girlfriend's Guide to Divorce. And then he also played on the CW's Reign. Yes. The Mary yes, Queen of he Scots. Did. He was yes, the, he, one of the hot. Yes, and he's... He's gorgeous. Okay, and then maybe who else a bad is, guy, right? And Johnny uh, Weir, or what's the guy? Oh yeah, the skater Johnny the skater Weir is, is in it, mm-hmm. and he has a good part. And then the guy with the long hair from Queer Eye, Tom Brown, or is in it too? Is it Tom or Justin or I can't think of his name with the mustache and the long hair. He's fabulous. Oh, I almost died when I kept seeing everybody. And then show Svetlana, up. this actress we know from the Johnny Americans. Weir. From the Americans is the Russian ice skating coach who, it's just good, it's Donnie. So good. It's so good. Is that on, what's the name of it Netflix, again? it's called Spinning Out. Spinning yep. Out, okay. It's so good. And then the guy who was the JAG guy is the dad, David James yes. Elliott. Yes. From JAG, him, JAG is on it. it There's a lot of good storylines going on and uh but uh, olympic dreams are trying to be made come true there's going to be a lot of drama this this seems like something that could have come right from the cw you're right Lori. it is yeah i just love it that it's you like it so much i mean it is so good it's so good and i knew you would like it i was going to watch your show bonfire the destinies but i had it's for it's for a cloudy day yeah it it was a 
it had been tw- like trending. It's like was the big thing Sk- spinning out, spinning out. I'm so glad you turned me on yeah. to this because I it is. I've wanted to tell everybody about it yeah. because it is so in our ice skating wheelhouse. You know, we used to and then the cheerleading <laughs> wheelhouse is Dare Me, which is based on Megan Abbott's book. And I feel you like we've that read was... some of her books, but I don't know. But here's the exciting CW news that they announced today. Okay, so the CW has renewed Batwoman. Oh, good. They have renewed Nancy Drew. Oh, which was great. Yes. They renewed Riverdale for a fifth season. They renewed The Flash. All-American, which is the football story yeah. with Tay Diggs yeah. and the son. It's Malibu. It's got, again, my high That's school boxes. Good one. Are yeah. you caught up on that? Yeah, and the thing about that show, you know why that show is doing well? Because they did a, a partnership they with Netflix. Netflix, this just drives me crazy. That and everything that, has to go on Netflix. But it's not, they, it's, this show got an audience. So they renewed All-American. They had renewed Black Lightning, Arrow, Katie Keene got a full order, which is, you know, that's a Riverdale spinoff from Greg Berlanti. Oh, okay. Starring Lucy Hale from Pretty Little Liars. Mm-hmm. So I'm real happy for my network, the CW. You know, if putting a show on Netflix helps the show survive, why not? Do why it. Not? I mean, no, because that happened with you. you? That was on yes. Lifetime, but then Lifetime didn't do it again. And I think. No, Netflix, they had they, the option to do it. Netflix paid Lifetime not to do it. Gosh. Why wouldn't this have happened? I wish this was around when that one, that dirty, sexy money ended. Some of ours that just would die and they were so juicy, they would have made a killing on Netflix. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right, because sometimes... Ryan Seacrest fell off his chair this morning. Do you know that? No. I I actually was tuned into Kelly and Ryan. How did that happen? Just missed it. Yeah. Just missed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, he's probably weak and dizzy from not eating and flying back and forth. And they don't and, eat. They don't drink. But they always bond about how much they ate and drank over the holidays. It just is makes you kind of sick. Yeah, I had, I had a glass of it. wine right. that I, could, I allowed myself an ounce every day. And so at the end of two weeks, you know, I had a whole half a bottle. Yeah. <laughs> I went all in. No, I mean, I they don't. don't eat. And then... Um, Kelly was talking about trying on her dress from last year's Oscars because they're going to go out and do their oh, big yeah, Oscar ABC, thing and everything. Hello, but she was talking about oh, we don't want to see that. And I'm thinking, what did you gain an <laughs> ounce? I mean, because they really they're getting so small but, they look like pencils. Yeah, but they really do need to be tiny. This is, but, but they don't need to be they because don't. if you notice, like, um, like even in. Um, like in that show, Dare Me, the cheerleading okay. one. I really like that they have the cheer, all the girls, because it's like a high school. Right. Like wheelhouse. I, love I know, this. we do. But I, I know. do I like. I wouldn't mind it if it was in college, but high school is better. There's more angst. Yeah. But I like that the the cheerleaders are they diverse. Have full of, They're diverse. They You've have got body types. Full, yeah, they've got body types. There isn't just okay. one. It's not just a bunch of little white, wafy little wafy white girls. You know, it was like you've got some girls that look more muscular. You had uh, uh, Spanish. Yeah. Or, I, I've, there's been Different a couple shows I've noticed. Where, Can I tell you why that's interesting? Because yeah. today they came out with a study that's about Victoria's Secret and how much the Victoria's Secret models have shrunk since the original catalog came out. Their waists have gone from 24 inches to 23 inches. Their body fat went down. I mean, just the shrinking. 
And yet, I don't think that's what anyone's attracted to. Mm-mm. People want to see muscle on body and healthy body. And as a matter of fact, the booty is all the rage. Yeah, yeah. You know? I know. But don't but don't go to botched and you watch what happens if you try to put crap in your butt, people. Be careful. Oh, my God. I mean, I, I that watch, show. I, I've been I really... watching it and it just makes me think. <laughs> just put it on your face. You know. Put it, do your boobs, though, too, if you need to. Dr. Terry. Really to give yeah, Dr. Terry and Nasef Paul, Dr. Paul. Botched I get a, is just bad. I get a, I get a kick out of them. Mm-hmm. The I do, two too. Of them. And their little dialogue with each other. You look different. Yeah. Yeah, I got a little work done. <laughs> What's different about you? Yeah. What did you do there? And Oof. then you see someone come in who said 17 breast augmentations. Oof. People really do some crazy things. Yeah, or they get the they get the people who have some kind of body dysmorphia. They've yeah. gone all over the world to get surgery. Well, like the Ken doll guy. Ugh. And Jocelyn Joyce, you know, the woman who wants to look like the tiger, yeah. the cat lady. Yeah, but she's not looking for any help. She had all that surgery years ago and it was not even good. Gosh. You know. I suppose do? when you try to look like a cat in 2020, it's you're going to look better than you do trying to look like a cat in 1997. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. That's right. The surgery is just <laughs> not what it was. It's, it's not a this invasive. It's like getting surgery. Yeah. We're so much more advanced oh, now. Oh All right, listen, we're going to go. When we come back, Alex Messenger, the 29th day is his book, Surviving a Grizzly Attack in the Canadian Tundra. We'll be right back. Did you miss Sex Monday? You can always find it on the podcast. Download or stream My Talk shows wherever you find your podcasts or at My Talk keyword podcast. And darling, I know it's getting late. So what do you say we leave this place? Walk me home in the day tonight. I can't be alone with all that's on my mind. So say you'll stay with me. Welcome back to My Talk 1071. You're listening to Lori and Julia. It's time for our uh, for, really, it's our first book club pick of 2020. And we're very happy to have Alec Messenger joining us uh, for his book, The 29th Days Surviving a Grizzly Tech in the Canadian Tundra. Hi, Alex. Hi, Alex. Hi, thanks for having me. Thank you for being on. You're up in Duluth. That's my hometown. And I, I just, uh, Julia and I have to say, we're really glad that you went on this trip and then you did write the book because you're an amazing uh storyteller but it is such a harrowing account (laughs) i just and i never want to do this kind of a trip it's too much wilderness (laughs) for both julia and i I, we're not quite but i canoed in the boundary waters i know and i did too but i mean i really felt like i was on this trip like i canoed it with you it was so good 
<laughs> so, well, thank you. I'm glad I could help transport you there. Oh, okay. gosh. Give people the setup yes, of the 29th of the day because it is a first-person story of your surviving a grizzly bear attack, which happens on the 29th day. But, I mean, I was just impressed with your writing and your your youth you know, like the way like you the, think yes. when you're young, you yes, know, about this, exactly. the male energy <laughs> of the book. So, yeah, describe for us. Yeah, so uh, like you said, it was when I was 17. It was really a once-in-a-lifetime trip. Uh, myself my trip mates had been going on ever longer and more intense trips over the years preceding this. Uh, you know, each of us had been... Um, in Canada for about 30 days the year before during during whitewater canoeing uh, in southern Canada and uh, so we brought a lot of experience uh, to this trip and it was just this amazing adventure that was going to be 42 days of wilderness and and self-supported journeying through the Northwest Territories and Nunavut in Canada. Um, That was after driving to the end of the road in Manitoba and taking a uh, bush flight, uh, which dropped us off way out in the middle of nowhere I to mean, get started on this 600 mile journey. And, and I, I like, I felt, I felt like I was there with you because you really have a the way you describe everything. I mean, it was in that way, it was a very um, enjoyable adventure book because I am. I we like, like these kind of books. We like these kind we of do. books, and I don't want to ever be dropped off by a bush <laughs> plane in the middle of nowhere. I'll die. It's not for everyone. No, uh, yes, yeah, I'll, I'll die. And did your parents, I mean, were, were your parents, did you have to work hard to c- convince them or not really? It's <laughs> a good question. Um, my parents have always been really supportive of my uh, endeavors. They, they raised me to be, um, you know, to think on my feet and to um, be a reliable person that they could, you know, trust <laughs> sending out on these things. Um, but uh, they had done field work uh, in anthropology back in the day, and, and so they had a sense of adventure, and I got to travel with them a lot. So it was kind of a, a natural evolution, um, but I'm sure it's still a challenge. You know, anytime you're sending your kid out on a, on a grand adventure, it's always a little bit and uh, were you and you were uh, the youngest right you were 17 you were 17 and and who was the 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 guy your guy who was like your guide and how old is he he was in his mid-20s um and then everyone else on the trip uh the other four guys were around my age um really a couple of them were 18 and and a couple of us were 17 so you know, one yeah, of the all things, pretty much the same age. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alex, when you you know, so you're reading this, and we like we're a, we in just in air, in John Krakauer, the, and we love all these. We like these. We like living vicariously. We do like, and I never understand why anyone would do <laughs> this too. type mm-hmm. of a trip. And when you know, and right, I listened to you. I did the audible, okay. so you nice. you told me the story. So yeah. it's nice to hear your voice again, <laughs> young man. Um, but one of one of the things I'm thinking of as you're telling this, I mean, it was just like a series because the tundra is so far north. Describe to people exactly where that is. Yeah, so um, like I mentioned, you know, to get there, we drove to the end of the road in Manitoba and then flew for a couple hours. Um, and then by the time you get out there, it's just there's no roads for hundreds and hundreds of miles um where this attack happened um we're a thousand miles north of the u.s canadian border uh that's about as far north from the border as um i think it's it's dallas or houston is 
uh, from Minneapolis. Mm-hmm. So it's very far uh, north. And cold <laughs> very and, and wet, and just you guys had so many things happening. And I and I those muskocks. <laughs> what the yeah? I what mean, the heck like is a, a muskox? A time. I mean, <laughs> a muskox that is uh, me. it's kind of like a yak uh, crossed with um, a bison. Uh, they're these prehistoric creatures, and they're just it's it's like they're taken straight out of the ice age because they really haven't changed much since then, and they're just these huge lumbering things that can uh, survive really mess you up if you cross with them. Yeah, <laughs> right. If you cross their path, and just the, the the tent situation and the things coming at you, and so Ugh. here you are, you go out. And you end up being eye to eye basically with a grizzly. Exactly. Yeah. On an island. And uh, I was in a place where the rest of my group had been, you know, five, ten minutes before. That's the highest point around for 30 some miles. Uh, and you can see everywhere. And um, suddenly I crested this ridge and this 600 pound barren ground grizzly bear uh, crested the other side of it. And we met 30 feet apart. I Which mean, is just a terrible way to start a grizzly bear encounter. <laughs> but you're you were so methodical about it. You kind of thought, all right, now I'm going to practice. You didn't have anything with you that would fight it off. Right. Well, here's my question. Okay. Um, so when I'm reading the book, I mean, I'm having, I'm, I'm sweating. My heart is pounding because <laughs> all I can think of is turn and run i'm having fight i'm having flight instinct and you in your mm-hmm. retelling it that one of your things in your when you guys were training, training. about going out to this wilderness and knowing this was mm-hmm. potential about how you have to steal yourself not to turn and run because why because you'll basically initiate the chase instinct on the side of the bear so it's gonna you know Super. uh be like, oh wow! I'm going to go after this thing, and, and, and they can run uh, how fast? <laughs> they can run almost 40 miles an hour. I could run about 17 miles an hour. So. Yeah, so you're done <laughs> so for some stacked odds. When this yeah, exactly when this happened to you, Alex? I'm just curious because when we grew up, we had um, we owned this farm with a couple other families, and one of the young girls was attacked at Yellowstone by a grizzly bear. Ooh, and, terrifying. Oh, and I just, I was obsessed, and then one of my sister's college roommates from UMD was attacked mm-hmm. by a grizzly mm-hmm. out at Glacier. So I always had this thing with, Yikes. like, scary, scary. Did you know someone who had been attacked before, or, you know... I think Alex. uh, There was someone at the church that I grew up at that had been attacked by a black bear um, up in the Boundary Waters, but that was my only uh, contact with someone who had a similar experience. Yeah, and we (laughs) won't tell people. No matter how you look. No, we're not going to tell you the end. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, and obviously, you know, you're okay, but it really is just a riveting, riveting book. And I mean, your courage. (laughs) I guess maybe would you say that your youth. And being innocent, innocent in the way that you know, like that, that helped you uh, in that situation. You mean? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you know what really helped me was um, my the training that I that I'd been given. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if I hadn't had that training, you know, to your point, <laughs> you, you want to run. Yeah, right. you want to run so badly, and that's really the only thing you can do. So I or you can't do. So I, uh, I leaned on, you know, what we've been told to do in that situation. And I think that really 
helped a lot. <laughs> and don't you, Alex, give kudos to YMCA camps? I mean, serious. Oh, yeah. These camps. Yeah, I mean, I, I love the camps. They do such a good job of preparing the kids and preparing the guides and, um, you know, communicating in a situation like this. And um, they're just some of the best organizations I've ever worked with. And I went back to work with Minosian, so I'm <laughs> a huge fan. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this well, book is great, and congratulations to you on writing it. I mean, there's there's so much more in the novel, obviously. People yeah. aren't even getting... But you do feel like you're yeah. on this adventure, and it really is wonderful. And you're just a great writer. Oh, thank you so much. I'm, yeah. I'm, uh, it really means a lot to hear that that's what it, the effect that it had. Yeah. I wanted to bring you with me. So. You, you, you did. You we, did. And we have to ask you, we ask all of yeah. our authors this, um, what's the last <laughs> great book that you read, Alex? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um, I listen to a lot of audiobooks, and um, I just finished Inferno by Dan Brown, which is oh, really fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yep. that is a good book. Yep. All so, right, yeah. Alex, thank you so much for being with us today. We appreciate it. Have people listen yeah. on the podcast if they missed you talking with us just today. We podcast, this is all out there, and the book is the 29th day isn't it Lori? yep surviving but, a grizzly attack oh. in the canadian tundra bye alex he's minnesota's bye. own thanks so much for having me absolutely yep. follow alex on twin uh twitter too and insta because it looks like he does a lot of good uh nature and you know beautiful stories stories like that all right listen kids we'll be back i gotta find out for my niece if she's done reading that book it's so good and so good all right we'll be back When we share knowledge between generations and across experiences, it gives us a deeper connection to the world around us. I'm Archana Ram, and I'm an editor at Patagonia. We launched a new podcast series called Patagonia Stories. This season, we hear from artists, scientists, and activists about how they're protecting the places they love. Patagonia Stories launches December 1st, available wherever you listen. We all have a lot on our plates, work, kids, relationships, and sometimes it can be hard to just catch a breath. When life is go, 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 it matters where you stay. Hilton's family of brands is team members dedicated to making you feel truly cared for so you can mentally check out before you even check in. Take the break you deserve and book your next stay on Hilton.com. Hilton for the stay.